guys, I have been super, super psyched to bring you this episode since this amazing guest, Sammy Leo, and I finished recording. As soon as we stopped rolling, I was like, girlfriend, this is, you've just helped and you're going to support so many women by sharing your story, sharing your experience and, you know, stepping out as the amazing advocate that she is for women, for body image, for just showing up as her full self and changing the narrative that so many of us have harbored at different times throughout our life. She is the founder and chief executive of Breeze Balm, which is an amazing, my personal fave, lip gloss that I use. It's actually like a lip balm. Um, If you've been following me for a while, you defo would have seen me um, putting it on in the car and using it over the place. It's a phenomenal product. She has also just happened to launch a new product, which I didn't know about till halfway through we were recording. But I wanted to bring Sammy to you because I have known Sammy for a really long time. She is one of the most authentic and real people on the planet. And I just love seeing how she has changed her life, gone after what she wants. And she is the real deal, badass boss bish that you see show up in your feed. But she also goes into sharing about um, her struggles within business, within life, within body image. And I just know you're going to love it. I just know. What Sammy and her family have created with Breeze Balm and the whole entire product line now and this empire and this family business, it's so inspiring. And I just love how real and authentic she is in sharing what that's truly like. So without me, Prattling on anymore, here is Sammy Leo. Sammy Leo, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. We've been talking about this for a while, but I finally pinned you down because you are an important woman doing important (laughs) things. The founder, CEO, creator, and of Breeze Balm, which is massive. And if anyone has been following me on socials, you would know that I am often, you'll see it in like shots. It's always in the car. I'm actually a huge fan. It's the only lip gloss that I use or lip balm. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you love Breeze Balm from oh, a lover from way back. <laughs> way back. I actually really like the Hero Balm and I'm yes. probably, I bought in bulk last time. So I'm probably due to get some more, but I also really like the coconut one. But I don't know if you have the coconut one anymore. It's completely sold out. We've actually um, taken it out of our signature range um, and added in watermelon crush for the moment. We just like to change things up and watermelon crush has been hugely requested. So I thought, you know what? Coconut can take a step down and watermelon crush can come through. Well, I love that because you've got to give the people what they want. But, and I want to talk, I want to talk about Breeze Balm and your position as a badass boss babe with that. And your amazing, like the amazing brand and company that you've created. It's so inclusive. It's so empowering. But um, what brought me to finally pinning you down, because like I said, important women doing important things, um, was the fact that 
you had recently, like you've got an amazing presence on social media. You mm-hmm. are super inspiring. You share a lot about your life and you're an advocate for health in all ways. You're a beautiful champion of women. And someone had, you know, written something. You got trolled basically. And you often get trolled, I'm sure, because anyone who's brave enough to put themselves out there and own who they are, um, sets themselves up for everyone else's bad day and these keyboard warriors. Can you talk me through what you shared and how this person, you know, responded to what I would consider a really positive thing that you were actually sharing? Yeah, absolutely. This is so funny because I had just this day, I was like so fed up with seeing these types of comments, not on only on my page, but on other people's pages. And I'm like, come on, people. It's 2021. Like this should not be happening. But anyway, I posted a photo that I thought looked amazing. (laughs) Might I just add? Of course. Um, (laughs) That I was kind of leaning and sitting down in my office and it was like morning meetings, like feeling inspired, blah, blah, blah. And then this girl who was a fake profile jumped on and this person has commented quite a few times and I've just kind of ignored it. Like I don't even delete them. I just don't even give them my energy. But today, well, that day I was like, I've had enough. So she wrote, I've just pulled it up while you were talking. So she wrote, how come you train so much, but you are still quite big? What? I rude, rude, right? Like firstly, that is such a, shallow comment Mm -hmm. she has no idea what could be going on behind the scenes for me and and as a matter actually I've been struggling with hormone imbalances I've been doing so many other things and I don't actually train to lose weight I train for my mental state to feel healthy to feel good get the blood flowing so like maybe my goal isn't to lose weight anyway so there's just so much it was such a loaded comment and I was just furious because this is the type of comment that people get and I see on a regular basis so, so do you want me to read out my response yes please because I loved it and I was just like fuck that like it's so unnecessary and the fact that she had a like fake account disturbs me and makes me even more cross and we all know that hurt people hurt people like I get that but it was exactly what you said it's so loaded and it was none of anybody's business but your comment I was like we need to talk about that I'm really proud of you oh thank you okay so I'll read it to you and um yeah, I just felt like, I'm, I don't even know if this person saw this, but I feel like I got so much response back of like, yes, oh my God, this is so powerful, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I'll read it to you. So it says, at the person, mm-hmm. does it honestly matter to you whether I train and how I look? It matters to me that you wrote this, not because you have hurt me. I couldn't give two shits what your opinion is. <laughs> However, it pissed me off because if you're saying it to me, you're probably saying this to other people, which might really, who might really be hurt by what you've said. You are the problem. This is emotional bullying and I'm absolutely done with this. Behavior, sorry, 
Let me start that again. <laughs> you are the problem. <laughs> you are the problem. This is emotional bullying and I'm done with this behavior. This is small-minded, insecure, ugly behavior. You are a bully. Does it make you feel good to put other people down? Does it make you feel nice that you have made that you might have given someone an eating disorder from this type of comment? Does it feel good that you're that horrible, mean person? Clearly, you don't want to be that person because you are writing this from a fake account. Grow some balls and own your words at least. Also, drop the act because it's embarrassing. Check yourself. Nice. Well, mic drop. Yes, <laughs> mic drop, chef's kiss, peace out, all that. Like, it just, so- It just makes me so wild because it's like so many people suffer from mental disorders and I guess mental health and also like eating disorders and like some of the most fittest looking people in the world are suffering mentally and it just makes me so furious that you have no idea like your comment could be the tipping point and comments like this could honestly if you get enough of them send someone into an eating disorder 100 percent. other things well, that's just it. And it's so funny. Like I was just watching Taylor Swift's Miss Americana this morning again for like, I often go to my, I'm such a Swifty and she oh, was sharing. I love Taylor Swift. And do you know what else I am actually at the moment? I've turned into a real believer. Anyway, <laughs> I'm totally going off the top of it, but Justin for life. Um, oh, I love him and Haley. like, oh, anyway. She was, Taylor Swift was talking about, you know, the scrutiny that she often cops and has copped over her pictures and things throughout her life and how she did harbor virtually an eating disorder or disordered eating um, based on the fact that people would comment that she looked pregnant or that they felt that there was a right that her appearance was up for debate. And that would send her into a scrutinizing spiral. And so even when, you know, like even when she was her slimmest, tiniest, most, you know, took up the least amount of space on the planet, she was at her least healthy, right? Mm. Skinny does not equate healthy. And, you know, the gym, like anyone who's doing anything to better themselves is not topic should never be topic for anyone else to give an opinion on, right? Because exactly. it's so damaging. It's and it's a reminder, like everybody is human. It doesn't matter whether you're Taylor Swift or you're an influencer with a million followers or me or just, you know, someone that has two followers. You're a person that has feelings and has insecurities. And if you push that person and make and highlight their insecurities or just be horrible to them continuously, something is going to happen and they're eventually going to break. Well, that's it, isn't it? And you have a pretty strong body image now. Like I know, like we've known each other for years and there has absolutely been times where I know that you have grappled with body image, like most women, like really struggled. How are you feeling about that now? And what did you do to get to a place where you are championing so many women and well, so many people in general, because you do have such a beautiful, um, I'm going to say fan base or because like (laughs) it's a full on like celebration of people and inclusivity and diversity over at Breeze Bomb. And 
I love that. I love that saying, you know, everyone come together in whatever, however they identify them with themselves. How did you get from that place where it was focused? Like there was a lot of things that you wanted to change and Mm. it wasn't a loving place. You didn't have a lot of acceptance there, which is totally normal. Um, Many of us experience it to where you're at now with the voice that you have. Yeah, well, I feel like when we, when I would do like, what we call them therapy sessions with you. Oh, yeah. I don't know. We'll have chats. We'll have, yeah, yeah, we were having, yeah, we were having like chats and I was working with you and I feel like it was something that I had to go through to be the person that I am now. And sometimes I feel, you know, people who are have not struggled with weight loss or gaining weight or their body changing, they don't quite understand the feelings and emotions that come with that. And for me, even hearing stories from other people telling me like, I guess from, I guess it came from other people saying like, oh my gosh, you give me so much confidence to me to be like, okay, wait, I need to be louder to make, because what makes me feel good is making other people feel good. I love to see, like, if I'll say hi to someone on the street and they smile, I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Like, who knows what people go through? We all know, you know, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes with every single person. So I just like to make people feel good. I like people to feel inclusive and I'm all about positivity and happy, good vibes. So when people were coming up to me and I was kind of in a bikini and I wasn't the, the standard body image that you would expect to be in a bikini, people were like, oh my God, um, I wish I could wear a bikini like you. And I'm like, wait, why are you not? And then I came to understand that sometimes when we are not the way that we look, it can dictate what we wear, what we do. Like some people won't go to theme parks because they're too embarrassed to sit in the seat and it might not fit the, um, you know, like the straps or stuff, or they won't go to the beach because they are too embarrassed to wear a bikini because they, they care about what everyone else thinks. And it's like, at the end of the day, your body does not define who you are. It doesn't define your personality. It doesn't define anything. So just kind of understanding those things and talking to other people and realizing like this is so much bigger than me and my insecurities. Like I need to be louder and I want to be stronger so that I can help people realize that this is not the life that they have to live and like even if you are uncomfortable in your own skin wear whatever you want to wear and don't worry about what people think and I know that's a hard thing for some people like sure just don't care about what people think yeah. <laughs> like that, that's that's hard yeah. to do but yeah. if you start to change your thought process and start to focus on things that make you feel good you're gonna become more confident and the the smaller things don't seem to matter as much. And once you realize like, sure, people will look at you, I'm sure. And they may make judgments, but that's on them. You can choose to react 
to anything that comes your way in a positive light or a negative light. And you can choose to let things affect you. Like you have a choice. Totally. A hundred percent. I feel like my confidence has come from working through those hard moments, which have taught me lessons and other people saying to me like, wow, you've really helped me feel confident or you make me feel, you know, you're representing a type of woman that I can relate to. And that has in, in a whole kind of made me be like, I need to be stronger and I need to be louder. Yes. Because you showing up as you gives other, other women permission to do the same and other people permission to do the same. Exactly. And that makes me feel good. If someone else feels good because of what I have empowered them for, great. Amazing. And that's the thing. I love what you said there about, you know, um, that you have to do the thing, like in order to gain confidence, like people often get it twisted in the way that I wish I had the confidence to wear a bikini at the beach, say, or wear a Mm. swimsuit at the beach. The only way you're going to get confidence to do that is by actually doing the thing. So you've got, to put, your, you've got to put yourself in the path of your fears that you can't have bravery, right? We want to become braver. Most people do, but you cannot become brave without first conquering, like feeling scared. So go wherever that is that you are feeling nervous, where you are feeling super anxious, where you're feeling uncomfortable, And then step by step, like do the thing, gather the evidence that you survived, that it wasn't that bad, that you actually had a really great day at the beach. And then that is how you become more confident, right? Practice makes perfect. It's like jumping off a bungee jump. Like you've just got to do it. And then it's like, like I've bungee jumped. So I'm like, it's amazing. (laughs) Holy shivers. It was so scary, but it was like, it's, it's exactly it. You've just got to do it. You've got to practice it. Anything that you do and, and you can sit there and be like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But are you going to allow yourself not to grow as a person? That's it. And it's like, I was listening to a podcast or, or it might've been an audiobook or something the other day. And I loved what they said about, everyone would have heard the quote, right? That what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And this woman called horseshit on that. And I was like, thank God. Because that's not necessarily the case. Like we each have a choice between when an experience will either give us trauma or it will give us the trajectory to change. Yes. Right? So if you have, like everyone like has a story as to what was a pivotal moment. So maybe someone made fun of you. Maybe someone, you know, um, made a comment or a parent or a family member or something that formed some insecurity within your life. That was the trajectory. It created this trauma. Now, yes, it hurt. It would have killed, like it killed some part of you or made you feel diminished. What you do with that is entirely up to you. So whether or not you take this, like let's bring it back to body image, whether you take that body image story and you either allow it to make you bitter or shy away from life, or you use that as a stepping stone to make yourself proud, to show up as yourself in, as you are and embrace that. Like we have that choice, that, that choice, exactly what you said. Like it's completely up to us what we do with every single moment within our day and every decision that we make. Yeah. And I think actually 
that was probably the turning point for me is realizing that I have a choice that I can choose how it affects me. I can choose how trolling affects me. I can choose how, how everyone else's opinion affects me. Like realizing that you have a choice makes everything different. You did that so well. I was like, and what did I message you yesterday? Some people are just dicks. Like <laughs> it was so good. Well, I just honestly, and obviously we know that hurt people hurt people. Like let's, we can, let's two sides of the coin here. Like we exactly. know that people who feel like they need to actively hurt, like seek out people to comment and be keyboard warriors or sit in groups and point out other people's flaws. We know that for someone to feel like they need to bring someone else down, there's something within them that is in pain, that is navigating something else. And it's easier for them to pass pain like a hot potato and project it onto someone else than to Mm -hmm. look at what is going on within them that we understand, but that doesn't like no one's pain gives them permission to be an asshole. No, it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. And we're not having it anymore. So I'm really pleased that you called that out, but in terms of what you're doing in the world, like I mentioned, you have this amazing brand and platform like breeze bomb is phenomenal. (laughs) Like it's, a, it's, it's more than just beautiful lip balms and things. Now you've got like a whole range and it's like 70 years, isn't it? Or coming yeah. up to like, how many years is it going to be soon? This recipe has been in so, your Yeah. So my granddad is a renowned, was a renowned pharmacist in New Zealand and he created the lip balm and then it was passed down to my dad who actually is also a pharmacist, but he married into the family. So it's not blood line um which is pretty cool and then after my parents sold the pharmacy then the i said like cool don't care that you sold the pharmacy that's great go you but how about like i need this lip balm yeah <laughs> i've had for 30 something 20 years or whatever how long i'd had it for um before i started breeze balm and then he was like okay well I can like, let's try it. So anyway, that's how Breeze Mom started, but it was made in 1950, but we don't know the exact month. So I decided that to decide like when our Breeze Mom birthday would be, it would be my dad's birthday, which is April 30th. So it'll be coming up to 71 years this year. 71 mother trucking years. That is a long time for a product to be you know on like holding its own and grow yeah, and we exactly and we make it from scratch as well so like it's not there are a lot of brands out there that white label things so if you don't know what white label is it's when you go to a manufacturer and they give you just a basic formula and you just put your name on it yeah. so we with us with us all of our products are like handmade from scratch and Obviously, it's a family formula. We're actually introducing um, another product that is coming really soon. I can probably tell you what it is because when is this going live? Well, I'm going to try and get it out within two weeks. Or okay, I can cool. Put it out whenever so, you want. I'll put well, it out. Um, I'm going to tell everyone next week on the 18th what okay. it is. I'll put it after so, that. 
Okay, so it's a it's called Honest Hydration Naked Body Cream. Oh. And yeah, so this is a body moisturizer that my dad created. So the grand so my granddad created the lip balm and that was specifically for his customers that really needed help with um, their cracked skin, whether it was on their hands, um, their heels, their noses, and obviously their lips, because there was nothing on the market that actually worked. Uh, And then my dad was like, okay, like now that we've got lip balm, let's make a body moisturizer that actually works as well. So in 1985, he made, so 36 years ago, he made this moisturizer and they sold it in the pharmacy. And it was, again, a popular cult-like product. Yeah. And I've used it my entire life. It's a staple in my grandma's house for, she uses it every day on her face to feel really youthful. And mum always says like, I reckon I don't have very many wrinkles because of this cream. Oh, oh, (laughs) mum. And with it. Whether that's true, I don't know, but I honestly, I feel that it just hydrates your skin so nicely and it keeps it really healthy and radiant. And so we actually got this formula dermatologist tested and it passed with a hundred percent pass rate. So it's non-irritation. So it's great for people that have skin conditions or sensitive skin. It's really gentle. So it's a beautiful product and we're launching that really soon so it's nice to have something that my granddad made something that my dad made and then we're actually working on some products um, that my sister is making and she's a qualified chemist now so wow a huge course um in making cosmetics and manufacturing and she's just passed she got distinction in some of her exams which was amazing so we're working together to create products so the the breeze balm it's, it's a family business i'm i'm the sole owner but it, is, it comes from my family the breeze balm name is all about my tropical family holidays in fiji my mum was born in fiji and that's where we learned about culture and inclusivity and how there are people that you know don't look like us and what that is like and i just feel giving everyone or making everyone feel represented in some way is really important. So even though Breeze Balm, it looks like a beautiful, fun, bubbly brand, there is so much thought and all the kind of decisions that we've made come back to my personal experiences and our families. That's so important. And I love that. And because yes, while it's your face and your head up there and you're obviously... (laughs) that major brand ambassador doing all of the media, there is such a big team behind you or next to you and alongside you. And your sister is one of them. And we were just talking before about the difference having Petty with you and working within the business has made for you. Yeah. Because people can easily Mm -hmm. think that because it is your gorgeous head up there and you are the spokesperson that it's just one woman, you know, creating all of this. And then that can, you know, again, it brings the self-talk up and puts that, you know, limitation on, oh, well, I, how could I possibly do that? You have a team of people that believe in Breeze Balm and creating um, a brand and a message and products like you do, don't you? Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't hire anyone that doesn't believe a hundred percent in the brand. Um, 
but having my sister there, there was a big difference. So I started the brand in 2016 and then until I think it was 2018, she was, she's actually a qualified, she's very, very talented. She's a qualified teacher as well. So (laughs) she does many things. Amazing. Oh my gosh. She's so amazing. So she said like, Oh, I'm kind of over teaching at the moment. And I was like, Oh my God, we should like create a job for you at Breeze Balm. And so she was living in New Zealand at the time and she had just met her partner and she has always wanted to come to Australia, but has just, it's never been the right time. Cause obviously she's had an incredible teaching job. So it was like, okay, let's get her over. So during the first two years, I cried a lot. I cried. I felt pressure. I felt it was just really hard. I felt like a lot of weight was on my shoulders and a lot of my friends had businesses, but there was two of them. There was, you know, them and their partner. And I was like, Oh, I just don't have that person that I can bounce ideas off. And I feel so much pressure to make the right choice. And I like, I'm a Libra. So one, I'm really indecisive, which is (laughs) great. (laughs) And two, I just, I talk about things. I need to talk it out. I need to think about it. I need to bounce ideas off someone and really not having that person was really difficult. And I would cry over the like most ridiculous things that aren't that big of a deal. And now I look back, I'm like, why were you even crying? (laughs) But it was stressful. So then when my sister came in, um, we created a, um, position with her which originally was in finance and accounts and I was like I can't do accounts I know nothing about finance you do it all yeah (laughs) and she she was like okay cool so she came in and moved to Australia she goes I'll move for six months um and then like we can work it out so she moved for six months it was fantastic I still felt um because she was learning the role she kind of was like wow this is a lot different than what I thought it was yeah. and she would see the stress that was coming off me. So as time went on, we found, I found I could bounce off ideas with her and it's incredible. Now I feel so blessed and grateful that she is a part, a huge, massive part of the team now um, because I can bounce, bounce ideas off her and I feel so much more at ease having someone that I trust that, is solely 100% believing in Breeze Mom, but also has the best interests at heart for Breeze Mom is something that like, I haven't cried in ages. Like, I don't remember the last time I cried, which is insane. That's nice. The pressure. Yeah. <laughs> because it's still the same. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And it's like having that support, like, because we're not meant to do these things alone. You don't have no, to. No, and we don't have to. And like, it's so important to find your tribe and people that you can trust with things it's so important something I've learned from you is like don't keep it in yeah definitely not that's like you've got to let it out like even though those tears would have been like confronting and a little derailing at the time can you imagine if you didn't have that release like you would have legitimately exploded oh yeah I would have thrown my hands up and gone, can't do this. Not, I'm out. Too hard. Flip the table and a whole different sort of mic drop. Oh, yeah. just a tantrum. Yeah. Um, 
So what would you suggest? Like, I know that you've got to get going. Um, but what would you suggest for those who don't have an amazing badass sister, shout out to Petty, who they can call on to bring in, um, you know, to support them? What are some ways that people could go and, you know, find some, find good stuff or find community or reach out to people and like brainstorm these sorts of things? I think there are a few things that could help. I think um, journaling is a way to get out Mm -hmm. emotions and feelings and things that you might be stressed about. And sometimes just seeing it on paper is if you don't have anyone to talk to is actually like, if you just let your mind just go and just write whatever comes to your head first, it's actually like, Oh, wow. I didn't realize I was really annoyed about that. Or I didn't realize that that's, you kind of see it in a different light. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I would do is find a mentor or someone that you feel you can tell things to authentically and not worry about any of the other back stuff that, you know, you might worry about them telling or whatever. Um, talk to Katie. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Emmy. Yes. Um your friends, your family members, people, just find people that you can trust and uh, also trust yourself because we have a lot of self-doubt, but at the end of the day, I'm a big gut, trust your gut type of person. Totally. listen to your, to what you're being told. I'm like, so I'm so spiritual. I actually feel like my granddad gives us little signs and, kind of pokes his head in every now and then. Um, I'll just quickly tell you this story. Petty and I were stressing out about, Petty and I were stressing out majorly about um, a manufacturing situation that we had. We basically had um, our machine that we had just bought, which was like $50,000. Yeah, was not working. And we had all these lip balms that we needed to make. And we were like, oh my God, all these people are about to buy these lip balms. We've like told everyone that we're launching a product. This is when it's going to be. And we don't have any product. And it game, it honestly, we were, we we worked on it for about, I think it was a, a week. And it was, we were launching like the next day and we was, it was nine o'clock at night or something silly. We'd been there not like hours and hours trying to fix this machine on our own. And Penny was leaning over the table and she just had her hand hanging out. And she, we were about, we were probably close to tears. I probably would have cried if she wasn't there. (laughs) Um, And she just felt someone hold her hand. And then I got like, call someone. And I was like, why haven't we called someone? And then we we just magically called this um, person who was connected to the machine who was like, let me just call this guy who is like working tomorrow up in Brisbane. He might be able to come down. And he was like, oh, look, I can probably come the next day. And we were like, we need you today. And he was like, okay, let me change things around and I'll come down. Like, And then it just kind of opened up and we managed to fix the whole situation oh. and we were fine. But it's like little moments like that where I'm like, thank you, granddad. <laughs> I love that. And they are there. Like these moments are are all around us, right? And the people that we love, they don't just disappear. I do not believe that. 
but how often are we just rushing through life and we don't stop? We don't, we're not open. We're so tunnel vision because that's how we've been often raised. But if you are open to receiving messages, if you are open to being guided and Mm -hmm. you're, I'm such a, like, um, a gut person as well. I'm like, if you've ever looked into human design, I'm full sacral led, like generator with a sacral focus. So everything's from my gut as well. So yeah, I'm totally on board with that. How amazing, Sammy, you have done so, so well. Thank you so much for coming on the potty today. And I am so excited to try this like body um what are we calling it a body butter it's a naked body cream so it's fragrance free it's um 36 years old yeah it's hydration honest hydration naked body cream <gasps> and fragrance free that's so important to me i've got a really sensitive snout and so like for, the fact that it's not going to have a fragrance that is beautiful and no nasties bring it girl i will absolutely be ordering and i'll make sure this is out into the world after the 18th so we're not um blowing the the big surprise but thank you yes coming on thank you where can we find you if people are looking to get follow you and see what you're about with your journey and also i know breeze bomb has its own separate space where can people track you down yeah, so I have Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. If you just search at Sammy Leo, um, and then Breeze Balm is just Breeze dot Balm, um, and you can find us on Instagram or Facebook. But I just want to say, Katie, too, thank you. Over the years, Katie has helped me massively with my mental health and just kind of keeping me accountable and keeping me on track and I've learned so much from you and I just what you're doing as well is amazing and I love that you're doing these podcasts they're so informative and your books are incredible you just are one amazing human I've known you for so long back in Oh my God, I feel like I would probably know you for like 10 years now. I reckon it's close. I reckon it's pretty close to 10 years. Thank you so much, Sammy. That's so kind of you to say. I've always got your back, girl. Yeah, you too, girl. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again. And I hope everyone, if you are not already following Sammy or you have not tried Breeze Bum, get around it.